Hej. Alright, baby. We are back. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. I am on gummies again, so apologies if things get sloppy. I think we're going to be good, <clears throat> but no promises. I'm just going to get right into it with the Week 9 recap and start with my matchup versus Mark. Joe Mixon, my God. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know the best part about Joe Mixon? getting five touchdowns was not only did he just destroy any hopes I had of the week, but I also bet Joe Mixon under 10 and a half touchdowns before the season started. I was feeling so smart for like eight games and then he decides to rush for four in one game. And now he, I think he has like six or seven on the season. So double fucked. But I think that was the big story of this game. He got a 53-point performance from Mixon. Everybody else did, you know, well. Not spectacular, but, you know, a couple of good performances from Cup and Jefferson. On my side, actually, like, did about as good as I could have done. Started Fields. He had 42 points. I wasn't even able to enjoy the Fields performance because it was just <laughs> Mixon had banged me so hard. So Mark ended up winning 169 to 129. Uh, takes over fourth place, that final playoff spot, and there's a good chance he doesn't look back. Uh, my team is now on the outside looking in at the as the other five and four team. Uh, it's not it's not a done deal yet, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But Mark has definitely put himself in good shape. Um, yeah, this was a huge matchup. If I had won, Mark would be you know, two games back, but instead he, he takes sole control of fourth place here. Let's go over to Team Arthur versus Pig Vomit. This was a slaughterhouse. Team Arthur, 176, Pig Vomit, 93. Uh, we knew going in it was going to be tough with McCaffrey, Saquon, and Najee on bye. And just to add... Insult to injury, Matt's team, very strong week. Patty Mahomes looking like the Patrick Mahomes we know and love. Derrick Henry continues to roll. Devontae Adams, big week. Dallas Goddard even got in on the, the fun. So I'm going to officially go ahead and say, DeVito, unfortunately, my pig vomit brethren. It's the end of the road here. Um, very prideful man, though. I, I tried to peel away some pieces of the team. So who knows if, if DeVito is going to be looking to sell now or just continue to build the squad morale for next year. Matt, on the other hand, is one of three, four, and five teams. And I think he pretty much needs to win out to make it, but it's a possibility. I think seven and six this year is not going to cut it. I think eight wins is the threshold, and even then there might be some tiebreaker action. So it's a good start, but he needs to continue rolling. Anus Tart. Speaking of good starts, ooh, Anus Tart. A new start against Team G. Uh, this was the marquee matchup going into the week, and not quite as many fireworks as I had hoped. 
Uh, Kylan was kind of ahead most of the weekend. I was checking in. He was consistently projected in the 130s and, and Team G kind of 120s, 110s, and that's right where it ended up. Um, yeah, a couple of rough performances on Team G from the running back squad, Jones and Fournette. Just, I think Jones might have gotten injured. Fournette was splitting time a little bit more than usual. And, you know, not bad performances, but... 116 against Kylan's team, just wasn't cutting it. Kylan on the other side, Geno Smith is a viable starter these days. He had a solid game. Tyreek has been a beast the whole season that continued and even a a pretty regular Lamar performance, but he just had solid double digits performance all around from almost his entire team, even with Jonathan Taylor on the bench uh, because he was injured. Waller, same thing was still able to take it. So that puts Kylan at seven and two. I think all the seven and two teams are pretty much locks. Like again, if you get to eight wins, I think you're looking pretty darn good. Uh, Nine is, is a full lock, I would say. And eight is pretty good if you have a points lead. So the seven and two teams just need one more win. Um, So that's, that's Kylan. That's Eric. And that's Benty, who will be coming up in a little bit. But now tied for first place, those three teams. And I think uh, Kylan has the points tiebreaker. All right, on to what's always an entertaining matchup. Uh, Brett's matchup. First off, I'd like to apologize formally for putting the kibosh, the jinx, on Brett's team. I projected that this would be the week that he would get his win. Um, Mike Z only scored 85 points. It was very much within reach, but this was actually one of, if not the worst combined weeks of all time. Uh, Brett and I were texting and hopefully he can do some statistician work to find out, but with a combined score of 142 points, that may be the lowest combined score on record. Um, 85 points is also probably going to be down there for, for lowest winning score for a week, but may not be the number one. Uh, yeah, this was just, this was tough. Aaron Rodgers, man, I think it's, is it over? Okay, pop quiz. Who was the MVP in the NFL last year? I looked this up because I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. But yes, it was Rodgers last year. What a fall from grace in Less than a year. That's insane. But yeah, he had a really bad game. Really bad. And the rest of Brett's team... Oh, man. So Rodgers got 13 points. No one else on the team got double digits. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Mike Z, on the other hand, did almost as poorly. He had just two players in double digits, but one of them was Travis Etienne who had 25 points. He was able to get up to 85. I do want to shame Mike Z for using Eno Benjamin in the offensive player slot. Like, I think I I said before the week, like, James Conner's coming back. What's going on there? But you kept him in. Could have got some more points if you started Cordero. Uh, But... It didn't end up hurting you. Uh, Brett actually left a couple of high scorers on the bench. He would have had to 
get extremely lucky to start the right mix, I would say. Like, it's probably tough to start Jeff Wilson in his first game at Miami. Um, Juju, though, has been kind of on fire, so maybe could have started him. And then Michael Carter again against Buffalo. You don't expect really too big of a game. So would have had to go out on a limb, but theoretically could have got the win if he had started the perfect storm of players. So I'm sorry, Brett, I jinxed you, but the good news is that this week you might be able to exact your revenge upon me and my anal fissures, which are still... Why don't I go to the doctor? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've done it before, and he shoves this like metal cylinder up your ass, and it's one of the more painful things that I've ever experienced. So I guess I'm not eager to go through that again, maybe. Uh, But I'll keep you guys abreast of the situation. Lastly, Chris and Omar. Um, Chris got the W133 to 100. And Chris's team is pretty solid. Um, He's got Eckler, who is the number one overall running back, and he's got Allen, who's the number one QB. But Josh might be sitting this week, which could be a big hiccup for him. Uh, So good performances from those guys. Also got 23 points from a defense. You love to see it, don't you? 23 random-ass points. And then on Jeff's side, just not his week. He had a few injury and buy issues to deal with, with Jamar, Dak, uh, Kareem Hunt, Russell Wilson. So had to start uh, a couple. Oh, he started Josh Palmer in the offensive player position. Actually did pretty well, 14 points. But probably not what you're hoping to do going into the weekend. Also a Paris Campbell start. Yeah, it was. he was scraping together starts this week. Kenneth Walker was the best part of the weekend. Uh, he's a beast, probably up there for best contract in the league at the moment. That could be a fun podcast to do uh, maybe in the off season or towards the end of the season. So that was a look at this past week. I'll do a quick run for this upcoming week and start it off with the aforementioned matchup between Brett and myself. Oh, uh, also a good reminder. I am winless ever since I cheated. <laughs> I'm 0-2, and a little bit of karma. Maybe that karma chameleon is coming for me. So, Brett, <laughs> this, this really could be your week, man. You started off with 19 points from Dante Foreman in a ugly-ass matchup on Thursday night. So off to a good start. I think the projection is quite close. I need to get a kicker in here, but once I do, it's going to be a very close situation. Um, I might start both Detroit running backs. Like DeAndre Swift, are you gonna you gonna like come and do your thing ever? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, on the other side of the coin, Brett is <laughs> operating with disrespect again, starting Terry McLaurin in the offensive player slot. We'll see if that sticks or if Tannehill is able to play this week. It's still, honestly, a tough start, um, Tannehill, at, uh, against Denver. It's been very good. And Deshaun actually could be coming back next week. So, Brett, 
Keep your head up high. Love the name change. 2008 Detroit Lions. Amazing work. And we'll see if this is the week. Chris off to a hot start against Mark's team. Chris with the negative one points from Koo. Love to see a negative score from a kicker that gets everybody going. Um, On paper, this should be a really good matchup, but... It could turn quickly for Chris if Josh Allen sits. Uh, he also has buy has a buy for Ramondre, Keenan Allen, possibly still injured. So things could get ugly. He does have Heineke to fill in for Allen, but that's a huge loss, huge amount of upside that you might not have. Uh, right now, the projection, according to ESPN, marks... Uh, Roughly 30-point favorite. After uh, Chris fills in the defense, it'll be more, I don't know, 23-point favorite, something like that. But Mark is just continuing to roll. Herbert has been bad. It doesn't matter. Derek Carr sometimes scores like two points. doesn't really matter. He's got Jefferson Cup, Chubb, and Jacobs. That is Beasley, Evans. Um, yeah, Cowboys defense has been really good. So if Herbert can get back to form uh, sometime soon. And if Derek Carr just plays decent, this should be a win for Mark and continue to cement his fourth place spot. I will say Mark does have a little bit of a tougher schedule going into the last few games. So that is kind of the remaining hope for the teams like myself who are five and four or four and five, a few teams coming into this week, four and five. I think those four and five squads have to win out. Pick Vomit Vive, Omar coming is our next matchup. Jeff had a couple players start on the Thursday night game. Mariota had a surprisingly decent 17 points, even though it was an ugly game most of the time. Kyle Pitts continues to disappoint. I really do need to look into the technology of getting other people on this podcast because I think interviewing Matt would be a really nice guest so we could analyze that trade, see what was going through his head, and, and maybe even get Jeff on the other end and uh, talk it out with folks. As far as this matchup, though, um, the 2-7 and seven pick vomit is actually favored right now, although part of that is because Omar has uh, a buy with the Bengals D. Um, but even, even after that, I think pick vomit is still going to be favored uh, his squad is, is good, man. He's got McCaffrey. I, I go through this every time I talk about his team. So do I have to list his three running backs again? Should I do that? Is this is this good podcasting? Uh, anyway, DeVito is favored uh, right now. And Jeff is going to need to make some, some big moves here if he is going to have a hope at the playoffs. I think it's really just gravy for him at this point. I know he's planning towards next year. Um, he had a, a decent little run there. If he can make it towards the playoffs, you know, that's all upside, but really he's, he's looking for those contracts for next year. Matt and team G, this is big. Uh, Matt is hitting team G at a decent time with, uh, Baltimore on by. So Andrews not available. Uh, Mike Williams, I think still injured. Uh, I mean, Eric still has a really good team. Uh, he's able to 
put in some solid wide receivers. Waddle has been really, really good. Hopkins has been awesome since he's come back. And then Hertz has been really good. Actually, let's let's dig into Hertz. I don't have him on too many teams, so I'm not familiar. But yeah, he's been he's been doing well. He's still ranked five. I think he started out the season like so super strong, but he's been consistent every week, more than fifteen points. And he goes against Washington this week. Uh, for Matt, though, uh, Mahomes has looked awesome, uh, or at least last game he did. Henry has been just a total beast. James Conner coming back. So I'm actually going to give the edge to Matt here, and he needs it. He he made some big moves, and he needs them to pay off. I think Eric's going to be fine. I think he'll get one win for sure uh, and, and get himself into the playoffs over the next four weeks. But Matt has Debo coming back this week as well, which is uh, pretty big for his squad. So he's looking very solid all around. Going to give the edge to Matt here, but we'll see. And then lastly, a new start against Three Mile Island Bombardiers. So Mike Z had DJ Moore start on Thursday night. Not off to a hot start. This is not looking good for you, Mike Z. I, I, I know I'm repeating myself a little bit. Dude, if you start Eno Benjamin as offensive player again, I'm going to be really upset with you. Don't do that. Start Jacoby Brissett, please, against Miami. Or start like whatever. Oh, he has he probably hasn't messed with his full roster yet, but he's got some good options. He's got Pollard if Zeke doesn't play. Deontay Johnson is okay. So he's got some choices. Um that always makes it tough to make the right choice, but he's got some options. And then Kylan on the other side. Uh he has the Baltimore buy, so Lamar not available this week. Waller move to the IR in real life. I don't know in, in our site if that has happened. <laughs> uh, but he still has a really good squad uh, with the solid running backs and then that wide receiver tandem of Diggs and Tyreek. I really like seeing the wide receivers on Kylan's team against Matt, uh, Mark's team. Who would you rather have, Diggs and Hill or Cup and Jefferson? That's a really good question. Oh, baby, I like that. I feel like Cup has been so good. You kind of defer to Cup because he's done it for the last two years, but Tyreek has been insane this year. What's Tyreek ranked? Is he one? Yeah, he's one. Diggs is three, but has already had his bye. Yeah. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Not much else I have to say for this matchup. I think it's going to be a slam dunk victory for Kylan. He gets to that eight win mark. He locks himself into the playoffs and he's looking to take down the crown this season. Um, Last week was big. He needed that win against Eric to tie up their records and he's going to look to continue the momentum. That's all I got for you today, guys. A little bit longer. I don't know. It was not my best, not my worst. I'm trying. I'm trying for you guys. But I I do think we're going to continue to improve. Sometimes it's like two steps forward, one step back. You know, that idiom. (laughs) Speaking of idiots, I'm going to go. I love you guys. Bye-bye.